Need some free summer fun? Then get to Dave and Buster's, because the summer of games is back with more new games than ever. It's Nintendo Direct time. Hi, my name is Brendan Bigley. Welcome to Into the Aether. It's a low-key video game podcast. I'm Stephen Hilger, uh, and today is an emergency, because uh, we, we literally just watched the Nintendo Direct on uh, February 9th, 2022. Um, and the entire event is maybe the closest thing to whatever our bat signal is. It was, it was that. We are both recording at a time that makes no sense to record. We were not prepping to do this. Like, we were both kind of comfortable. Like, you usually try to stream the events, and that's yes. really fun. Uh, every, we've done a couple, like night of day after recordings for like events that become like fun little like not even bonus just like etc episode just like (laughs) just thrown out to the wind right and uh we both you you and i like message each other at the same time like we we got to record something we we have to we have to do something even if it's just for like evidence purposes like just like the world knows this happened this way yeah uh we've never gotten so many tweets directed at us during an event also because there are a couple things that happened in here that are like so, so bizarre that it yeah. makes our constant joke about how the the aether is like a wish that you speak out into the universe. Like that actually feels prescient and real now yeah, in a way no, that I'm I'm a little real. bit yeah I'm a little bit mystified and freaked out by because <laughs> usually it's like when when we cover something and then all of a sudden it enters the zeitgeist. It's like there was already like a demand for it or like. It, we were we were part of a wave that existed. <laughs> yes. This is like we opened a rift and like pulled out like a, a alien. You squid. can say we opened a portal, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> you can say it. Yeah, we we opened a portal. I'll say it. Uh, anyway, we're gonna talk about the whole direct. In short, it was a blast. I'm so excited. It was just the first half of the year. This is just the first half of what Nintendo has planned. Yeah, and really like. As much as we criticize Nintendo and as much as you should criticize like any giant corporation, uh, it just shows like after events like this, I feel like I'm like, God damn it. I'm like, I'm like knee deep in the Kool-Aid. I'm like so excited for all of this. <laughs> yeah, I totally and know what you just mean. like the best at what they do. Like, yeah. like when Nintendo is good, they're they're unmatched, you know? Like, yes. And, and generally this, speaking, there was like a lot of like where there's smoke, there's fire about a, a Nintendo Direct even happening today. You know, we didn't know it was happening officially till yesterday. Um, but there have been a lot of rumors that have been popping up here and there about things. Um, what's funny to me, at least, like I, I try to after the way last year went with both video game rumors and like Apple rumors, which I followed both closely and like none of it ever panned out. I was like, yeah. you know what? I'm going to take a step back from this for like my mental health and my like emotional health and also just like my time <laughs> like i yeah. want to spend time doing other things except for like maybe this will happen like that's not you're kind helpful. of setting yourself up because like if you're right it's like cool but if you're you know it's like it's yes. better just to be surprised i think what's so yeah. funny about this direct though is that there were a lot of rumors that pointed to a direct happening this week and none of those rumors came true at all <laughs> like all the things that were like gimmies essentially didn't happen with the exception of two of them which i i think like lightly rumored recently but We'll talk about that. But I, I think the big ones were like there was a big leak of uh, the Arkham trilogy coming to switch and it was like, oh, man, that's happening. And then my big personal one is that Square Enix has been releasing these pixel remasters for all the Final Fantasy games one through six. Uh, and they like I would say one through five. The move was like at the beginning of the month or like the month before they would announce when it was coming out with a date and be like, this is when it's coming out. And that would be it. Final Fantasy six. The only one I actually want to play has been given a February date 
for like over a month. It is February at the time of yeah. this recording. They have not given it an official date. And a lot of the rumors were like, oh, it's all going to come to Switch. It's going to be a big bundle. So I was like, of course. Okay. Arkham Trilogy leak. Final Fantasy VI hasn't been given a date yet. There's going to be a direct in February. It's all coming together. And like none of that happened. Uh, and instead, we got uh, kind of like, I, I was worried. I'll just get into it. I, I was worried at the first reveal in a way because I was like, <laughs> there are a lot of rumors about a new Fire Emblem, which yes. got you and I very excited over the past couple of days. Yes. Um, and this almost felt like the monkey's paw curling version <laughs> of a new Fire Emblem because it's it's Fire Emblem Warriors Three Houses. Or sorry, three, three hopes, hopes is the name of which it. is which is really pouring salt into that wound. Yes. Three hopes. Um, <laughs> I'll be honest though, I'm probably gonna get it. Like yeah, I, me too. I I tend to enjoy uh, Musou games, and I think especially more recently, like between Persona Five Strikers and um, the Breath of the Wilds Musou game, like yeah. they've gotten much better at like not just being reskins of Dynasty Warriors, but like really incorporating the game into it. And I've heard from a lot of fans that like the the original Fire Emblem Warriors was like one of the better games in that series yes i've heard so, that too i've been mulling over getting it for about three years and <laughs> to, be, to be candid <laughs> i'm a big enough fan of three houses that it could be like complete shit and i will probably still enjoy it because <laughs> just the ability to like play as lorenz fighting a horde of soldiers and like yes yeah. hear more from any of these characters is like like we've been we've been we have dissected and close read every possible molecule of three houses for the last three years just getting more of those characters is is a gift so yeah I'm, I'm, did you did you pick up on like what was going on story-wise here like what what this time setting is because i was confused as to like it being the younger versions of everybody and they're all fighting together it seems like and not against each other or yeah, is wonder, this the in-between because my my thought here was that this was the in-between between the time skip essentially which would make I the most sense to me i wasn't closely listening and i was also on a call so i wasn't like fully hearing what was being said my guess if it's anything like the breath of the wild one is maybe this is like a what if where like mm. there wasn't a division between houses and like everyone teamed up together yeah maybe that's like that would actually be a very cool like plot to explore you know because we already had the like every angle of conflict what if they all teamed up against like the bigger threat in some way yeah um so who that, knows I, i'm, I'm actually i'm i'm like I think opening with that was very funny, but ultimately, like it, it also looks really good. Like the production of it is like not. It looks pretty. Well it's gorgeous. Done. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I'm, I'm concerned as that. I'm always concerned because, it, as with Musou games, they tend to not run very well. And it's like, yes, generally speaking, I would say the one style of game where performance actually does contribute to my oh, having yeah. fun. Um, and it's the main reason I didn't get um, uh, what, what was it? Uh, Hyrule Warriors age of calamity I think. age of calamity yeah it's the, yeah. it's like the main reason i didn't get that because i played the demo and as much as i liked it and as much as i was interested in the story i was pretty turned off by the way that it performs so i'm hoping that this performs better um and even if it doesn't i might get it anyway because again like you i just kind of want those characters and i want that story so uh say la vie if it sucks yeah. it sucks but i'm gonna pick it up i i think that's a good first I'm powerless you know i think that's a really good thing to open the stage with is like okay here's more of a of of the series that is essentially a friend at this point you know yes. it's like i see them i'm like oh i'm good for my friends you know it's like, <laughs> good for Edelgard, getting more screen time hell yeah yes i there's also this like side thing for me where like i know 
deep in Nintendo when they were putting this direct together, they didn't know that the Fire Emblem rumor was going to be like the thing that lit up the internet the day before. Yeah. But even so, like putting it first just kind of got all the expectation out of me in a way. I was like, okay, cool. Now that we've seen the Fire Emblem thing, everything else is kind of a whatever. Like anything else is a gimme. Um, So that was a a very good thing to start with. Uh, We then saw more Advance Wars 1 plus 2 which you're excited for. Yeah. I I remember when I when they first announced it, I was a little bit skeptical of the change in art style, but it's definitely grown on me a lot. Um, I like it. And I think like I think changing the the actual like like pieces to like literal toys kind of reinforces like our read on the game in our Game Boy Advance episode of like mm-hmm. kind of detaching from the actual war and like kind yeah. of focusing on how silly it is. And also the ability to make your own maps. Like if the online is good for this game, that one aspect might like make this like a big deal. Like I feel like that mm-hmm. that creative control over making custom maps, that could be really cool. So I'm I'm very excited for it. And it launches um, soon. It's coming out in April. It's like first week of April. So yeah, April is um, a stacked month. I'm very excited. Yeah, yeah late late March, early April, it's gonna be really fucked up. Um yeah. <laughs> I'm I think I'm less excited than you because having just played sure. Advance Wars one and two, I like I kind of don't need it again in a way. Um, I get it. But uh I'm I'm happy for all the people who didn't just do a Game Boy Advance uh catalog playthrough recently. <laughs> <laughs> and for people who like didn't play it growing up but like can get yeah. into it now you know so totally it's, it's a good thing overall um the next thing i don't have a whole lot to say about except i'm surprised by it is that no man's sky is coming to switch um, oh yeah That's they didn't surprising. say i was very surprised specifically that it wasn't denoted as a cloud version it seems like a game that cannot run on the yeah. nintendo switch specifically the way it looks in these screenshots is like shocking and if it's running natively on the switch it's going to absolutely blow my mind but i have a feeling this is a cloud version they just haven't announced it yet yeah that would make more sense um but we'll see (laughs) i can't i can't believe it i'm just like scrolling through this twitter thread of all the announcements as they happened and uh i just can't believe that this next okay so they announced a new mario strikers yes it's called mario strikers battle league uh, I was amazed because it started and it was like very clearly soccer. It's like Bowser just like kitted out in fucking armor and then Mario yeah. kitted out in armor and they're clearly on a soccer pitch. And I was just like, okay, that's cool. They're doing like a, they're like bringing Mario soccer back, but like probably won't be like a striker style. And then they turn Mario into the strikers art style for a split second. I was like, I can't believe that this is happening and that this is like to me the beginning of this direct being like absolutely oh yeah wild. this is when this is when the call was going wild for me like with with will and pablo we were like will especially <laughs> uh it was very fun yeah. yeah will will texted me as well as soon as this happened uh you can while give Mario on the call like with a you. vegeta scanner helmet which is very fun <laughs> uh, um i just specifically the the thing about this that like drove me just totally wild was um the way it works when there's a character near the edge of the wall and you can specifically kick them into the wall and it's like an electric it's like an electric fence essentially and you just see like like a very cartoony like character version of them getting shocked on the electric fence it's like so deeply brutal in a way that it doesn't need to be but of course it happens to luigi they just like show off that feature by indifferently shoving luigi into an electric fence it's incredible absolutely incredible and that comes out this this uh this year that's coming out june 10th Um, very excited for that that's like that's like one of the later announcements of this uh direct um but that's that's june 10th it looks great i'm very excited to play it uh after that we saw more splatoon 3 
which um, was good. So the thing about the Splatoon this Splatoon 3... Kind of a weird announcement, though. Go I ahead. thought it was weird. I thought it was a weird yeah. way to show this off. So they're, they're bringing back Salmon Run, which inherently is exciting. Because Salmon yes. Run, I think, not only for me, but it seems like also for like the actually really hardcore Splatoon 2 community, Salmon Run was like kind of the breakout hit, weirdly, of that game. Yeah. As much as people obviously love the events and like Splatoon, generally speaking... The inclusion of Salmon Run in that game was like a really big deal. And I think everybody was kind of waiting with bated breath to see if it was going to come back. And it is, which is great. And it looks really good. It looks really fun. It looks like they've like kind of iterated on it in a big way. The strange thing about it was like the music was very dark. The tone was very dark. It looked like so uh, this mode is very much inspired by um like the Gears of War Horde mode, for example. And this actually yeah. looked more like Gears of War than it should have in a weird way. Like it looked like they kind of took that that homage to its logical conclusion, which is like, what if Splatoon just was Gears of War for a minute when you loaded up Salmon Run? It yeah. looks so dark and so dour. I was watching it with um, my partner, Persia, and I'm, I'm here with a friend of the show, Alana and Brendan. And, um, and, and Brendan's uh, take on this specifically was... Um, you should never make anything in Splatoon where the sun isn't shining, <laughs> which, I, which <laughs> well, I kind of agree with. I agree, but that's also how Salmon Run looks, even in two. Like that, like Salmon Run has a very distinct vibe from the rest of the game. So I don't yes. think that's going to be the whole Splatoon three. Uh, my weirdness is like the first trailer for Splatoon three was largely cinematic, but it was like shockingly great. Like at yeah. least I got very excited for it. I mean, I'm yeah. a big Splatoon fan, but it was like a really cool, really exciting trailer. And but we still don't have a release date. So the fact that we like got a release date through the like salmon run is in the game was like very strange. Like, <laughs> and the whole game's coming out in the summer, which like that should have been the focus, you know? Yeah. Not that salmon run exists, but that the game is coming out this summer. <laughs> um, so, but either either way, I'm very excited for it. But it, it was kind of an awkward like announcement. Um, I feel like yeah. it should have been like maybe and maybe they have more of that to show maybe they like, are still working more on the core game and they have like salmon run like ready to go so maybe that's why we saw it but mm. either way very excited but kind of a weird announcement yeah, yeah. it was strange but i again I'm, I'm excited that it's coming out you and i were literally texting about this like a couple hours before the direct about just like things that we were hoping for and you specifically said like I hope Splatoon comes out in the summer and i was just like yes 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 like Splatoon is such a summer game and it i'm is. really excited for like just being sweaty in my apartment playing Splatoon with yes. all my friends yelling. Uh, it's going to be really fun. I'm it's, really excited for that. Yeah. There's something about Splatoon that is very, very summer. Yeah. It's very ska. It's very like Jet Set Radio. I love it. It's great. Totally. Yeah. Um, it's, it's very like ordering funnel cake at a carnival. Um, anyway, <laughs> the next game uh, is fascinating. A remake of Front Mission, which is a 1995 game for the Super Nintendo. Um, it's a game where you have mechs. And uh, kind of has like almost like Final Fantasy Tactics energy, uh, but is obviously in like an apocalyptic future. Yeah, this is the kind of thing where like I didn't really care, but I know there's like eight people that lost their fucking minds. And I know that because I was one of those people in one of the later announcements. Yes, um, <laughs> but, I'll um, say this much. The Discord like totally popped off for this. Oh, one. really? Yes. Oh, that's cool. The Discord was hyped about it. Um, cool. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Uh, so this is coming this summer. Uh, and then they also announced that Front Mission 2 is getting remastered as well, or remade, uh, and is also coming oh, to no Switch. And awesome. that just said, quote, coming in the future. So we'll find out when that happens, I guess, eventually. But um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how into this I am because I was watching it and I was just like, this actually, this is one of those situations where it looks like this game has probably inspired a lot of games that have done its thing better. And while watching this, I was like, this just makes me want to play Into the Breach, actually. Um, yeah. 
so I'll be interested to see uh, if if it like comes out and people are like yes you have to play this because I'm I'm not against checking it out obviously for the show yeah um but uh I it's it's not like my most hyped announcement it really just got me hyped to play Into the Breach Into the Breach is really going for that style of like look like that computer yes. game look totally I, Into the Breach is like fucked up that was a great game that yeah. was a really good game yes it still is great you, yeah we can play it whenever we want and we're and we're not doing that and that's uh that's our own faults i think bugs uh the next game i uh probably shouldn't talk too much about but it's a disney Speedstorm, mm. which is a, a disney and pixar free-to-play racing game uh that is coming out uh i, I work for marvel anything i say and do does not reflect the views of my employer marvel's owned by disney etc cetera, etc cetera. it's a racing game and it's got mickey mouse in it what else do you want? What else do you want? Uh, next one is uh, Star Wars The Force Unleashed. This, is, this began a section where they were like showing all the games, all the older games that they're porting to Switch. Um, so we got Star Wars The Force Unleashed, uh, which is specifically the Nintendo Wii version. It's coming out mm. on 420 YOLO. And um, <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think that that's going to be very exciting for some people. Um, I actually haven't played this game, so I'm kind of excited to maybe People check seem it out. To really like it. This is one of the earlier Wii games, so like the idea yeah. of being able to use like a lightsaber with motion controls is very exciting. Yeah, and I think it's probably one of the better like ex- like I haven't played it in a very long time, but just like because that was the mission of the game, I imagine that if there are motion controls, it's like better utilized in the games that, like had to force them in in some way. Yeah, you know? you're probably right. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm excited to check it out. Yeah, people speak very highly of this game in the second one, even though they do very much have like a like a, a kind of Mountain Dew Doritos vibe to them, in my opinion. Because <laughs> uh, it just feels like, like what if Star Wars, but even darker and grungier, like, you know, yeah. f- for the teens. Uh, it's like I, the, I the Obi-Wan Anakin duel, but like with Linkin Park in the background. Instead. <laughs> yes, that is yeah. exactly the energy. Yeah, yes. exactly. Oh, my God. Anyway, so that's coming out uh, this year. Um, after that was a thing we already knew about, but I'm kind of excited about, uh, weirdly is the, uh, Assassin's Creed Ezio collection, which are the three games that took place in Italy. Um, a lot oh, of people, cool. myself included would say that those are probably the best Assassin's Creed games. Um, so it's cool to have them on switch because there's a lot of Assassin's Creed games on switch. They have, uh, four and which is the pirate one. They have uh, three. There's like a spinoff called liberation on there. They just have like a lot of Assassin's Creed games. And it was strange that they have this like era of assassin's creed but not the good ones from that era um so it's cool that those are all coming soon and it seems yeah. like they run natively and from what i've heard the assassin's creed games on switch run really really well oh, um that's good so i'm actually kind of weirdly excited to play assassin's creed 2 again because that game was you know it's funny i've never good. played any of them that's like my biggest none like, of them yeah i just somehow missed i i played a little bit of the first two at a friend's house like in high school yeah um or maybe even earlier i'm not i forgot when they came out but um i've been wanting to eventually i feel like two and four are the ones that i want to check out because two seems like that's like where it kind of found its voice as a series yeah yeah. and four is the pirate one so like yeah obviously there's the other half of it which like it has to be mentioned because i mention it every time we talk about anything from them but like ubisoft is a fucked up company and they suck in like every way possible uh for the most part so um you know I'm talking a big game about picking up and playing Assassin's Creed 2 again. I probably won't do it because I, I hate Ubisoft so much right now. Yeah, no, I don't blame you. I uh, won't either. Following that was uh, a game called SD Gundam Battle Alliance. And uh, that's probably another one where people were very excited about it, but I'd, I'd never heard yeah, of I don't it. Yeah, I don't know too much. Um, so sorry if you're a big fan of that game. I don't have a lot to say about it. Um, following that was the beginning of where it gets really fucked up for us. Uh, Chrono Cross Remastered. Oh my god. Coming to Switch April 7th. 
it has a bunch of great quality of life features, including the ability to turn off enemy encounters entirely, which I think I'm probably going to make great use of eventually. Um, but it also includes Radical Dreamers, which is a game that we like lightly alluded to in our Chrono Trigger bonus, but like didn't actually talk about. But it's included with this, and it's coming. It's coming soon. It's coming like uh, first week of April. Also. Yeah, I, I when they said Radical Dreamers is also coming, I lost my mind because yeah. like that is that is something I never would have guessed is coming to Switch. It also like looks great. Like I was a little bit, I'm still not entirely sure because I, I recently streamed Chrono Cross and like we've talked a lot about and and there's been a lot of general discussion about like um the presentation of older games and the idea that a lot of them were made with the anticipation or not anticipation, but the idea that like when this is filtered through CRT screens, it will look a certain way. Yes. Um, and I'm like, is this, is that going to get lost with the remaster? But honestly, like just in the footage they showed, it looks really nice. Like yeah. it does look like cleaned up a bit, but the character portraits and the character models look really good. And honestly, it's like weirdly like, one of the only games that I think look so I'm looking at some screenshots right now and it kind of looks a lot like they just ran every single background through the uh, Photoshop oil paint filter. Um, <laughs> but it looks like they actually did a really good job with the settings on the Photoshop oil paint filter. Like there's a bad way to do the oil paint filter and there's a good way and it kind of looks like the good version of it. Um, yeah. And I don't know. I, I like I like the way it looks. I'm, I'm kind of excited about it. Um but uh, yeah, so you you just streamed this the other day on your PS2 um, playing the PS1 disc and I immediately was like, I have to play this. We talked about it in the most recent episode um, and got it for my Vita and I was like really stoked to start it. And now I just have to wait like, I don't know, a month and a half and then I get to play it. But yeah, I think I think I will also be getting it on Switch. I also wonder if it's like if there are other changes, like if, if it's localized differently or like stuff like that, like I'm just very curious about it. Yeah. Um, it's exciting. Radical Dreamers. I'm just excited to experience for the first time. I'm pretty sure radical dreamers is like a text only game. It too. is. Yeah. It's like, yeah. A, it's yeah. It's like barely even a visual novel. It's just kind of like a novel from what I know. That was like the in between game that like kind of inspired what Chrono Cross became. Um, yes. In some ways. Yes. So, uh, so that's very exciting. I mean, uh, deeply weird having just done the Chrono Trigger bonus, talking a big <laughs> game about playing Chrono Cross at some point this year uh, that this happened. I, I kind of can't believe it. But even though are. this is a deeply personal event for me, it is it is it has been rumored for a while. The Chrono Cross yes. remaster has been like so this is we're going to get into some banana shit later. But this like kind of <laughs> makes sense, even though it's like extremely for me. Yeah, um, but I'm very excited. Yeah, me too. Um, the next thing was, uh, we saw some more footage for, uh, Kirby and the Forgotten Land, which is coming in March. Um, specifically the interest. Okay. So the way that this, <laughs> the way this clip goes before they get into gameplay is, uh, Kirby walks into a garage and there's like a bunch of like rabbit enemies in this garage that are running at him. And he starts inhaling all of these rabbits, but he can't stop inhaling and the car starts to move. And he inhales the car by accident and then swallows the whole car, but like can't keep it down <laughs> and then like throws the car up just a little bit in such a way where Kirby's entire body is stretched over the car as if it's like somebody with a Porsche who put like a like a bed sheet over it to protect it from leaves in the fall. <laughs> and then Kirby is ostensibly just a car now. Yeah, the way Kirby's feet like kind of wiggle in the wind is, <laughs> is very unsettling. 
we're getting into like uh, like you know texas chainsaw massacre like kirby car what i love about it too is like a lot of people have been making the joke that this is like okay what if kirby but breath of the wild and what if kirby but super mario odyssey and this is like the most just super mario odyssey straight up copied in a way which is very apt for kirby obviously but they introduced this thing called mouthful mode that's what we're seeing here is Kirby turning into a car by inhaling it. And Kirby can turn into a lot of things by inhaling them, such as a vending machine that shoots cans or a traffic cone that I don't understand the utility of outside of just maybe diverting traffic. Yeah, just logistics. (laughs) And uh, a light bulb, which, you know, does maybe obvious things uh, in dark places. Vendor mouth was the term they used, which sounds like a like a unknown but prolific hardcore band and yeah some they inspired era. radiohead yeah exactly uh, <laughs> we'd be nothing without vendor mouth you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh that was absolutely wild and that's that's yeah. that was our look at kirby which honestly as we were just saying before we started recording looks better with every trailer um, yeah i'm really excited for that game that's gonna be i've really gone fun. i've gone from like hopeful to cautiously excited to like full-on excited now yeah like i also think the like they added like a crafting ability and and they all seem to be adding some stuff from 64 which you and i both love or like yeah you can combine powers and i saw like there's my favorite power in 64 was when you would inhale two sharp enemies and yes. then you just summon everything sharp and that's in that's in the new yeah kirby just like game, straight so. up that is just here yeah kirby uh 64 and the crystal shards is hands down my favorite kirby game and i think that's the best kirby has been like since then I, I like a lot of the Kirby games from after that, but that one to me, like, no, I still. Agree. That was like the current swan song of the series. They haven't been yes. bad, but they just haven't hit yeah. the same. We talked about this recently. Like, Kirby is always like pretty good, but never great. And this looks like they're really trying hard to make a great Kirby game again. And I'm very excited about that idea. And similar to Arceus, like, even if it doesn't land, I respect the effort and yeah, I think it will absolutely. lead to, to good things regardless. So, yeah. Um, after that was uh, MLB The Show 2022, which I think is maybe a little bit outside the purview of this podcast, but I'm sure... <laughs> Sports? No I, way. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people are very excited about it. It uh, looks fun. Uh, yeah. I liked the ad for it. It was like a fun time. Yeah, uh, it was great. There was absolutely bizarre voiceover. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're not going to be people who say sports ball about it. Like, you can play a sports game. I've played a lot of them. But uh, I wish I was like more... Like I feel like there's a part of me that gets so excited on on the behalf of others i could see yeah that translating to sports i just haven't like it's never been part of my friend group or schedule if i had like a couple close friends who are very into sports i think it would change things but like yeah none of my friends are so it's like i would be the one getting into hockey for everyone it's like is that gonna happen am i Probably gonna do not that? yeah 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 so but I love going to events. I love like seeing games live. Like I love being at hockey games and soccer games. Baseball is a little boring, if I'm being honest. Soccer, I need an active sport. Yeah, know? yeah, I yeah. Whenever I go see basketball live, I immediately get very into basketball for like two months, and then that's, yeah. it, it always fades out slowly <laughs> over two months. But anytime I go to a game, I'm like, man, basketball is the greatest sport of all time. I also I used to live like literally a block away from Wrigley Field, so I have like a very <laughs> negative relationship with baseball that yes. I'm slowly healing from. Yes. Uh, so anyway. Uh, that's very understandable. Um, the next announcement I was really excited about, but then I said I was excited about it, and everyone in the room with me said, if you had told me that this was the name of a video game, I would have thought you were making it up. Um, but Klonoa, 
one and two are coming to the Nintendo Switch. I'm a big Klonoa fan. I like oh, Klonoa. Are you? Yeah. So this is when I was watching this with Will and Pablo, we were like, this looks cool. It looks like a game that we all rented and then like had a dream about and then forgot. Like, mm. I don't know what it like. What is it? Is it good? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's just like, you know, yeah. a, a platformer from that era of platformers. Um, if I recall correctly, I think it was like really early, like launch era PS2 game. Interesting. Um, but it, it might have, cool. it yeah. been late PS1. Either way, they're both coming to Switch. Um, and I'm excited about that. I like I like the Klonoa games. There's a bunch of good ones. There are some on the Game Boy Advance. Um, I think there's one or two on the DS as well. Uh, Klonoa has been around for a long time, but these these ones in particular, I thought were really fun. Um, so I'm excited to check them out. Yeah, yeah. I, I was trying to gauge. At first, I thought it was a Chow game because there was a creature that looked like a Chow, and I was like, totally oh, shit. Yeah. Um, but uh, then I was trying to gauge: like, is this for like a very young audience or not? No, no, that's a bad thing, obviously. But I'm like trying to see if I if I want to get it or not. So you've sold me. I'm going to get them. Yeah, I'll, I'll be interested to see if they're still good. Like if they hold up. Um, you yeah, know, yeah. There's probably a reason that we don't hear about Klonoa as much anymore. If I were to guess, sure. but um, excited about these. After okay, after that is where it gets like real deep, dark, and weird. Um, they announced that. Uh, Valve will be porting Portal 1 and 2, the companion collection, they're calling it, to the Nintendo Switch, available this year, no date given, but available this year. That is deeply fucked up, I think. <laughs> like, the we, odds of that we, happening are zero, yes. until we said it once on the podcast and now it's real. <laughs> we recorded, so this is we're recording this on February 9th. Last Sunday, we recorded the episode that came out today where we unveil that we're doing our bonus this month about portal one and portal two disconnected from any hyper discussion. No, yes. like, at least in my radar, there was no one talking about portal. No one even recommended it in our like Twitter. Like one person did a prophet recommended <laughs> portal one and two. Right. And here it is. And, I mean, and to be totally honest, we had decided on that a long time ago, like portal one and two, just kind of like Chrono trigger has been like, floating around for a couple months yes. at this point as a potential bonus for us to do and we were like you know what it seems like a good easy kind of like short one and two games that we could play to kind of like take a break from something as like deep seated as chrono trigger in a way uh so it just felt like kind of like a cool easy thing to do and uh now it is like in the zeitgeist and it's a real thing again and it's on switch which is actually great so if you want to play along there are more places to do it it's on game pass it's on switch that's great yeah well, when is it coming out uh, it just said this year. They didn't say when. Oh, whoops. Maybe yeah. I'll have to listen to the bonus later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, either way, absolutely wild that that's coming to Switch. Very bizarre. Uh, yeah. I'm personally still very excited to play one and two this month, but uh, kind of kind of wish I this could play them on Switch This is where my phone now. was blowing up. Like, it, Chrono Cross and this, like, everyone was, like, like, sincerely being like, what the fuck? Like, not even joking. Just like, what'd you do? Who'd you pay? Yeah. Will was asking me, like, who... who Who'd you put whose pocket did you put a fat stack of cash into? <laughs> <laughs> uh that is that is un unbelievable. Real. Um the next thing that was announced was uh very interesting to me. I have never heard of this, but I I think I'm saying it right. It's live alive. Live alive is is how it's like spelled, but it also might be live alive or live alive. Not really sure. Either way, that's how it's spelled. Um and it's a game that I don't think has ever been uh localized and released in the u.s i think it has been a japan only thing for a long time uh for the super nintendo i believe and is getting remade in the hd 2d kind of octopath travelery looking engine 
Um, and the way they described it was extremely enticing to me because it, like when they went through what this game is, my one sentence takeaway was this sounds exactly like you took Chrono Trigger and 13 Sentinels and just smashed them together. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Which is like purely made for us. That is like yeah. an absolutely for us video game. So I'm really excited for that to come out. It's coming out in July, so it's going to be a while for that. Um, but still really looking I'm forward to that. I'm very curious. Yeah. I, I mean, conceptually I'm all aboard, but I'm, 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 I'm like waiting to see about that one. But yeah. I think, I think at least on paper, it's very for us. The next thing I can't believe is real. I can't believe this is real, Steven. This is like such a wild choice. Uh, but they are bringing back Wii sports in the form of Nintendo switch sports. Um, yeah, switch sports. And, uh, that is, that is coming out this year, which is, pretty wild it's coming out april 29th there's going to be a public uh demo of the online services i think in like a week or two uh and it it has the hits it's got tennis bowling uh they're adding soccer and badminton and volleyball um they're adding a thing called uh what is it i, I forget they, they have like a special version of soccer that's like a giant soccer ball um, oh yes and then and they're sword fighting from the island resort one. yes they're sword yes. fighting as well and then um later in the year they said during the fall they're going to add golf as well. Um, mm. I'm like hyped about this. The idea of playing Wii Sports, but like a modern kind of remake of it and also online with friends is super enticing. This kind of feel, it's interesting. I feel like this is a trend with Nintendo at this point where every year they have like a very kind of like. I know this doesn't it's maybe insulting to call this pared down, but it seems like a kind of pared down release that is more focused on playing with friends and online than anything else. Last year's big one was Clubhouse Games, yes, uh, which ruled. I mean, Clubhouse was Games great. was like amazing. That might have even been especially two years during ago. the like thick of uh, pandemic isolation. That was yes. really needed. Um, yeah. Clubhouse Games is great, and this kind of feels like the next kind of like step in that legacy in a way. Um, I'm really excited for this. This this was a, a big pop off moment for me. Yeah, I'm, like, I yelled amped. and I'm like, I didn't even know I wanted this, and I was like, right? <laughs> yeah. <I know. laughs> Me either, really. Like, I think we, I think people have always talked about it, especially when the Switch dropped and One Two Switch was like j- just not good. It's just patently not good. No, it's just not Switch a good video was, game. I mean, that that seemed like a cash grab, like because it wasn't. I don't, I don't believe it was a first party game, so it felt yeah. like there was like a void for a launch title like Wii Sports that we, that didn't actually exist. Right. Yes. Uh. So the idea of there just like being a Wii Sports for Switch now is perfect. It's great. I like. I think there's. There's a version of this for some people, uh, specifically in just like media in general. I see I see conversations like this where it's like, uh, yeah, th- this is cool, but it's too late. And I, I don't subscribe to that ever, like ever, ever. Like, I don't care if it's too late. I'm glad it happened at all. And as much as I wish this was a launch title with the Nintendo Switch, I'm just happy that we'll always have it forever now. You know, this will be part of the Switch legacy. Yeah, this is launch title. You would have had to choose between Breath of the Wild for the first time or <laughs> Wii Sports, which like I think, you know, it's a better it's a better stage set for it. I love the glow up all the Mies got too. they're like, we're we're a little bit slightly uncanny, but slightly ready to, taller. Ready also, yeah. Sports. What's yeah. what's wild is they have like this new kind of, as you're saying, like glow up version of the Mies, And then they also showed off two of the uh, like Nintendo VPs playing a round of tennis they just had regular Mies playing against like the oh, new Mies. And that was, that was a little bit scary. I'm just yeah. like playing. It's like literally, it's like discovering that you're a robot and then seeing the next version of you 
playing across from you <laughs> is very scary. I want to make two me's of myself and see who wins at Batman. <laughs> I'm not even gonna play. I'm gonna make them both computers and just watch. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna seriously. start calling them Use now. Yeah, <laughs> this new version in Nintendo Switch Sports are called Use. There's the Mies and then there's the Use, which will usurp the Mies. I think this is gonna be great. I, also, this kind of also follows up the um uh what was the workout game um uh, Ring Fit Circle. I feel like it has a little bit of Ring Fit energy as well because it was like you can put the Joy-Con on your leg and yeah. Kick. Yeah, so they like, said there's, there's gonna be a, that. they said there's gonna be a physical version that they're gonna sell that's gonna include the leg strap that also comes with ring fit. Um so that's awesome. Yeah. I, that'll be cool. I'm I'm glad that I already have a physical version of ring fit, so I have the leg strap already. Um so I can just get the digital version of this. But uh it, it really annoys me. But the one physical game I have is ring fit because it's the only way you could buy it. Um but anyway, I'm very excited for Nintendo Switch Sports. That's gonna be really fun. Me and too. I, th- I think that game is gonna sell just wild numbers if i were this to guess this is my favorite like total surprise like yeah. i feel like there were a lot of stuff that i love but we like kind of had a rumor of this is like i didn't even know i wanted this never yes. mind yeah so here we are following that was a new taiko drum master which is fun love those games yeah, yeah they're great. me too um my my big problem with these is the one on apple arcade is so good that i don't yeah. feel the need to spend it's usually like fully 60 dollars to get a new one um i don't really like feel the need to do that when i have the apple arcade one whenever i feel like i want to play this game this which one is does frequently to be clear which i did get yeah. texts about i got like five texts being like there's megalovania drum game i'm like i, I get it i'm still processing <laughs> radical dreamers give me a fucking second <laughs> try to eat my pizza i um, gasping following <laughs> <laughs> following that was um more triangle strategy Oh, uh, which the the prologue. I'm sorry, I keep cutting you off, but I'm very excited. The prologue is available, I think, later today. Yes, um, and that carries over into the core game. Yes, so like specifically, this is bonus. a new demo. Uh, is different than the one that we did before. So it's worth remembering the one uh, that we originally played, the one from I guess a couple months ago, or maybe even a year ago ish, when they first announced Ooh. this game. Yeah, yeah, I know, wild. Uh, when they first announced this game, I think it was like last winter. Yeah. That demo specifically was like a test of the systems, essentially, like see if this game works. And then they specifically wanted you to provide a lot of feedback. And there was like a form you could go fill out online. It was like, how did you feel about this? Yeah, Yeah. it was great. And they actually went and like responded to a lot of that feedback. They posted like a big blog post and there was a video about it. It's like, here's all the changes we made based on your feedback, which is very cool. So it's just worth noting, like if you have the demo downloaded, this is a new demo and this demo will carry over your progress to the main game when that drops, which is also soon. I mean, that game comes out in like a month or less in march yeah, yeah. I, I think in early march and it, i think it's also the demo is like the very beginning of the game because the first demo was like the middle at yes. least or what they had planned at the time this is like okay we're going to start you off like chapter one prologue kind of stuff it's great i'm really excited for this game um the <laughs> the the constant tweets from the nintendo of america twitter account about this game have just been completely completely wild uh every it it almost feels a little bit like pokemon sword and shield where every time they like drop a new piece of information it just like completely unhooks my brain from the rest of my body for a couple yeah. minutes uh so i'm really excited about triangle strategy i think it's gonna, be, really it's gonna fun. be a big deal for us yeah uh it caused me to re-download octopath traveler the other day because i was just like so excited about triangle strategy that i was like That's i just I need to play in. something like that yeah, yeah. <laughs> um after that we got uh some dlc for cuphead it's called the delicious last course it has a new playable character it has the 
Dark Souls dodge roll, which I think is very funny. Um, yeah. I mean, this game just looks like stunning at all times. I personally totally. didn't really click with it, which is sad, but um, I d- deeply appreciate it and everything about Me it. Me too. I really, I really love Cuphead. Um, it, what holds it back from greatness for me is that it's just bosses. You know, I think mm. we talked about it a little bit a long time ago, but like, I kind of wish there was like an in between. Like, there are like kind of platformer levels that are isolated from that. The look of that game is so mesmerizing. It's almost not even an issue because you're just like so. Yeah, like, it's so it's such a treat to look at. It's so inspiring in that way. Yeah. Um, following that was a, a new free update that's coming today to Metroid Dread, which is adding oh, yeah. <laughs> two modes. One of them is called Dread Mode, uh, which is a difficulty in which anytime you take any damage, you die immediately. Um, and another mode that's called rookie mode, uh, which is like the easiest mode possible, which is like, if you die, I think you just come back immediately and you keep fighting. That's really good. Cause it's, it's a pretty hard game. Like you don't get to on launch. You didn't get to choose difficulty. And then when you beat it, there's a hard mode. And I was like, excuse me. I thought that that was, I thought normal was pretty hard, my friend. (laughs) Uh, but having rookie mode is a great idea and having dread mode. If you want that challenge is cool too. So yeah, Uh, there's all variety there so that's a free update which is fun um there's another update that's coming in april that's a boss rush mode and they i just want to be clear just because they didn't make it clear they didn't say that that was going to be a free update and i'm just like Mm. interested to see if they charge for it because they they were very specifically saying the free update includes dread mode and rookie mode um so we'll see about this but anyway there's a boss boss rush mode coming in april i am excited about it uh because the bosses in that game are fucking great and i'm excited to try that Um, I have never made it through any boss rush mode in any video game ever. Uh, it's, it's my like greatest, uh, sadness about hollow Knight that I like wasn't able to complete the boss rush DLC that they added, but, um, I'm still glad that it's in here for the people who like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Following that, uh, is this, this was a rumor that was like started today and, uh, totally panned out, which is very exciting, but they're adding, to Nintendo Switch Online for the NES and Super Nintendo, Earthbound Beginnings and Earthbound, um, which is very fun. Uh, Itoi, the creator of, of this franchise, tweeted today, you should watch the Nintendo Direct, <laughs> which immediately made people lose their minds, obviously. Uh, specifically, like Mother 3 was trending worldwide immediately, things like that. And you and I talked about this with Will a lot in our Mother 3 bonus, but like, there is literally no way that Nintendo will ever localize Mother 3. It's just not going to happen. There's too much stuff in that game that is like deeply problematic that, and I don't think Nintendo would want to open that can of worms, honestly, but there's a wonderful fan translation. You can go play at any moment. So that's yes, your way exactly. to play mother three. That having been said, earthbound, great game. Uh, glad to have it on the switch. I'm actually very excited to play it. That's coming out today, which is fun. And earthbound beginnings, I think if I'm not mistaken, has also never been released in the U.S.? It, yeah, it hasn't. It's 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 Mother 1, technically. Yes. Um, and yeah, on, we only got Earthbound in the yeah. U.S. Um, and it's sold like abysmally, which is why it's like $500 to use <laughs> copy. And right. that, that's the big deal here is like we criticize Nintendo a lot for game preservation. And I'm just so glad you can get Earthbound on the Switch because like it was there on the Wii U. It was on the new 3DS and it is such a hard game to get. Like again, like I'm not exaggerating. A used copy is hundreds of dollars. Yeah. And and that also assumes you have a Super Nintendo to play it on. Um, so the fact that it's on the Switch library is great. I'm yeah. really, really happy to see that. I can't wait to play it. Yeah, it's really cool. I've I've heard um and we've talked about this as well, but I've heard like pretty negative things about Earthbound Beginnings in terms of like 
just how difficult it is um, and just like some of the game design kind of not standing up, I, I think, to the test of time in some instances. But um, Earthbound obviously very much does to a lot. I of think people. there's a reason you hear about Earthbound and Mother 3 and not really Mother 1. Yes. Um, but you uh, know, even even I, in the hardcore fan yeah. community, because I, I remember when we were doing the Mother 3 bonus, I was like, do I play all three of these? And yeah. I saw people like in the hardcore mother community being like, give or take the first one. Like, it's fine. You don't have to play it. Like, there's obvious there's a fan translation for it. But even the fan translation comes with items that they've patched in specifically to make the game more playable, like items that you can equip to the main character just to, like, make the game not super difficult and and uh, opaque, uh, which is kind of funny. So I don't know. Either way, Earthbound is out now. Uh, Earthbound Beginnings is also out now. Kind of wild. I'm excited to. Uh, I think here's my big thing. Um, I think playing this on the Switch with the built-in save state function is probably the best chance I'll have personally to finish this game. I've always been able to play this game with save states through emulation, obviously, but having this on Switch specifically, I think, is is really wonderful. Um, so I'm yeah, excited about I, it. You and I, neither of us have really gotten very far in Earthbound, and it's yeah. been like my, like there are a lot of games that I haven't played that like I'm not like in a huge rush to, and this is one of them where I'm like I need to play this. I, uh, given what I know of my taste, I have two Earthbound comics on my wall in my apartment, so I got to <laughs> play it. Um, and I love Mother Three enough that I'm pretty confident I'll love Earthbound as well. Yeah, so excited um, to play it. So after this was. I think one of the most interesting, maybe the most like just like purely like I think games industry interesting announcements of all of this to me um, is that they are. It seems like not really making a Mario Kart nine or like maybe not even actively developing one, because instead what they're doing is adding to Mario Kart eight deluxe what they're calling the booster course pass which is essentially almost like a Super Smash Brothers Ultimate Fighters Pass that for the next over a year, I mean, this goes until I think the end of 2023, they're adding 48 courses from every other Mario Kart game. And that includes the most recent uh, mobile game as well, which I'm excited about because I thought the mobile game is like, I think it's like fine. I have a lot of people who play it every day, believe it or not. Like there are a lot of people out there who like really love Mario Kart Tour and are playing it all the time as with all mobile games. But I... I just found it kind of like difficult to play, generally speaking, from a control perspective. But there's a lot of people who do it. And in my time with it, I remember thinking, I love these courses. I wish I could play them in a regular ass Mario Kart game. Mm, and uh, that sure is what's happening here. So they're taking uh, the courses from all the way back to Super Mario Kart and remaking them uh, in this engine and releasing them over the course of over a year. Um, it's going to be twenty five dollars for the entire pass for all 48 courses. But if you have the uh, Nintendo Switch online plus expansion pack you just get it um oh and that's great that starts also um next month march 18th is when uh, the first the first eight courses drop i like this recurring theme of like just getting dlc if you have the expansion that's actually like kind of worth it it's making (laughs) it seem more worth it at least i agree Um, yes I, yeah, I, i'm very curious i know there were a lot of rumors about like and even some like statements of like that there's a new Mario Kart on the horizon and stuff. It makes sense from a business perspective. I don't know anything about business, but like I do know that Mario Kart 8 is still the number one selling Switch game every yes. week by a huge margin. Yeah. Like it's, it's shocking. It's, it's really like it's almost like nothing else stands a chance. So I get why they're <laughs> like, why on earth would we like spend all that time and, and money 
making a new Mario Kart when this is still selling as if it's like coming out this week yeah it's like a new game so and i think as an incentive to get the expansion pack it's really strong right because like sure. even the what it seems like is the uh the install rate for this game or uh, is like almost a hundred right for like every person who has a switch it seems like almost everybody has mario kart 8 deluxe so i think the idea of adding 48 courses for 25 dollars, which like if we can get all this or even a fraction of those people to give us 25 dollars, that's great obviously or alternatively we get them onto the subscription service so they can get it for free and maybe by getting them on that subscription service they'll check out these other things like oh i got free dlc for animal crossing i haven't played animal crossing but you know i have the expansion pack so i'll check out animal crossing like it's very it's very savvy um i think it's a better move than making mario kart 9 personally I think so too. I think I think we're still pretty good. I still I, I think Mario Kart Eight is maybe a perfect game. Like I, I said it. I agree. As, yeah. as the number one selling game, as if it was like a bummer. Like it, it's really good. <laughs> yes. It's like it, especially when you you and I and you especially like went through every Mario Kart game, like just to compare. Yeah. And it does feel like it's the one that like got it right by a large margin. Yeah. You know, it's, it's shocking. It's the fruition of the series intention yeah so but yeah i i i would guess they will eventually make it but they're probably going to make this last as long as they can which might be forever based on how well it sells <laughs> yeah i think um, turn like so. truly of all the games that i would be okay I, I think there are almost none except this with turning into a live service game like you could turn mario kart 8 into a live service and i totally understand and that's a great idea and go ahead um and this version of it i think is a much better move it's just like yes yeah i don't even know if it needs to be live service it can just continue to sell like they don't even need to, yes. need to do anything that's what i, I mean like the only this, other this game i could like see move. yeah the only other game i could see them doing that with is smash brothers because i feel like how do you follow ultimate you know i could see yeah. my my feeling is like the most i could see them do with smash brothers is like if there is a new switch or whatever the new console is, there might be a smash brothers ultimate deluxe type thing where it's like all the DLC in one place, like Mario Kart eight deluxe. So that is absolutely what's going to happen. I, yeah. I, I think there's like, there's not a doubt in my mind that that's the move. <laughs> it makes sense. Like they put so much work into that game. Why start over for the sake of it has been four years. Like who cares, right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So yeah. Following that was uh just like a sizzle reel of a bunch of stuff. There were a couple of games that were like coming today. Um I hadn't heard of really any of them at all. And I'm curious to see if any of them are interesting. Um there was one in particular that was coming out today that I thought looked kind of cool, but I don't remember the name of it. It's not in this Twitter thread that I'm looking at. Uh I'm gonna look it up after we're done recording and find out if it looks <laughs> cool or not. Hell yeah. And uh after that they said, Here's our last announcement of the Nintendo Direct. And uh, a lot of things went swimming through my mind and I didn't know it was coming. And I had forgotten that this was also a deep rumor. I'll explain why I thought this wasn't going to be it in a second. But the the thing that they revealed was Xenoblade Chronicles 3, um, which I don't know how you feel about it, but I was like blown the fuck away by this. I thought this looked incredible. Yeah. So you and I aren't really that into the series. Like, I think you played two and really disliked it. And I haven't played two for the same reasons you disliked it i just like yeah. <laughs> don't really have an interest but i've heard great things about the first game and you actually i think uh, checked it out and like really enjoyed it and like has none of the issues you i've been playing it actively for like four or five months at this point i mean it's been my like I've, I've mentioned it on the show as like one day i'm gonna bring this to the show when i feel like i've played enough of it to really have a good take on it yeah. which i'm like i don't know 20 to 25 hours in and i feel like i still don't have a good take on it but i am enjoying my time because i keep going back 
it's really good it's really yeah. really really good and i did not like the second one at all and i'm very surprised at how much i like the first one by comparison so yeah it seems based on this trailer that they very much heard everybody loud and clear about why you shouldn't play the second one which like just to be clear for those of you who don't know a lot of the character designs were like overtly sexualized in ways that just felt so fucking gross to have on screen at all times and be playing along with um and i i made it maybe four or five hours into that game before i just like got rid of it uh it's i what's funny too is i bought it physical i i just went on a whole rant about how i don't buy physical games i specifically bought a physical version of xenoblade 2 because i was like almost sure that i wasn't gonna like it enough to hold on to it because i had heard some of this and i was like maybe i'll give it a shot anyway and see how i feel about it and i was so grossed out that i gave it back yeah. um and uh it took a lot of convincing for me to check out the first one i went on a long hike with a friend hello esteban if you're listening I went on a long <laughs> hike for like four or five hours and he told me so 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 much about how much he loved xenoblade chronicles definitive edition on the switch and i was like you know what for you esteban i will check it out um and uh it's great it's really good and i'm very excited about three now because of how yeah. much i like the first one three also looks a lot like uh xenoblade chronicles x which yeah, is on the another one that people love which is like a mech sci-fi version of the game and that's what I thought it was at first. I was surprised it was three. But um, at first I was like, oh, okay. Because I was, I was like so ascending reality from everything that came before it. And I, I don't really know Xenoblade that well. So when I realized it was that, I was like, eh. But I think yeah, it looks great. It, it seems to not have the issues we had with two. And I, I'm very, very curious about it. I think it's the one, it's the kind of thing where I'll probably have to wait for reviews. Like, I think, I don't know if I'm going to like just get it out of sheer curiosity, mm, yeah. um, but I'm very open to trying it out. Cause I, I, you and I like want to get into new series. Like there's nothing more exciting than we find a long running JRPG series that we don't, we haven't heard of. And then we yeah. become fans. Like, I love that. So I don't want to um, write off the entire series because of two. So yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see what happens with this one, but it, it definitely looks really cool. Um, yeah. I I had a couple of friends text me like, okay, the Cockney is getting to me, like because everyone's got a thick Cockney accent. I love it in the first one; it really works for me in the first oh, one. Oh yeah, totally. No, I think great. I think you'll you'll enjoy it if you ever pick it up. It what I've found is that this is like sorry, Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition on the Switch specifically is like one of the only first party Nintendo games that goes on sale all the time. Um which mm. is very interesting. Uh, I think right now there's like a buy two get one free deal at Target or something that includes this. Like you can you can get it pretty cheap pretty frequently. So uh, keep an eye on that. Go to Deku Deals if you want to pick that game up. Um, but yeah, I'm excited about this. Uh, the, so just to circle back, the thing that I, I think was interesting about this was um, this was also rumored before the direct. I think like within the last couple of days, people have been saying like Xenoblade Chronicles 3 is coming. Um, I forget the name of the studio specifically, but um it's like you know the studio has been angling for an announcement recently they just like redid their website it like seems like there's going to be a big announcement coming um and mitsuda our friend mitsuda from uh yes. chrono trigger has been tweeting a lot recently has been very active online talking about how they've been working on uh some music for a thing that hasn't been announced but will be announced soon so there's been a lot of teasing for an announcement and there's been kind of mixed signals in terms of are these teases for the Chrono Cross remaster or is Xenoblade Chronicles three happening? So just like when they did Fire Emblem Warriors right at the top, I was like, cool, that's it for Fire Emblem for this direct. When I saw Chrono Cross remastered, I was like, I guess that's the thing that Mitsuda has been teasing. So here getting the, the Xenoblade Chronicles three announcement, I think was very fun because that was a total left turn for me. It was like the last thing I expected at this point, even though it had been so heavily rumored. <laughs> um, but uh, that was the end of the direct. And like, 
man, these February directs really fucking bring it like every time. Yeah, it it was really remarkable. I have a feeling I, I just got a, a flash of the future, and I have a feeling that my indifference to Xenoblade Chronicles Three right now is a very similar fable to <laughs> my indifference to Spider Man uh, for PS4. Where like yeah. our very first E3 2018 episode, I was like, whatever. Like I'm so sick of like them trying to make Spider Man work, <laughs> and then it was our game of the year. I have a feeling that that's going to happen with this one. Yeah. Um. Even just. Mitsuda's involvement as composer might be enough for me to be like, yeah, I'll buy it. That's yeah. enough for me. And that's like a big like tentpole end of the year release for Nintendo also, just to be clear. Like that's coming out in like September, I think they oh, said. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Like that's this year, like towards the end of the year, like fall release. Um, I imagine like, you know, as with generally speaking, Nintendo has like these kind of like big hits right at the end of the year. So like that's going to come out uh, like probably a couple months after Splatoon, right? So you'll have like Splatoon 3 is a big first party thing xenoblade chronicles 3 and then like maybe maybe zelda maybe yeah. you know like once we hit e3 like that could be the big focus is like zelda's coming out like last couple months of the year that's possible they might push it to 23 but like it just feels like okay if if xenoblade chronicles 3 is the big like early fall thing then what's their big holiday season draw you know um and you know it's february as of the time of this recording so there's really no way of knowing but i'm very excited to see how the rest of the year shakes out for them yeah i would i would wager the other end of the year game is either going to be bayonetta or zelda mm, you know yeah. I, I think i mean it's like because they don't really they don't they wouldn't do that last minute of an announcement like i feel like um i mean we'll see I, there's probably gonna be like another direct in the spring that will get like a much clearer idea but of the big kind of first party stuff they've announced that hasn't gotten a release date it just kind of makes sense but I could also see Breath of the Wild 2 being like a whatever. This is going to be January of 23 or something like that mm-hmm, kind of mm-hmm. thing. So we'll see what yeah. happens. Um, so I don't even I mean, that was the direct. Here's here's the, the classic question, the classic video game podcast question. But if you could take one of the games announced in this direct and play it right now, what would it be? Oh, my God. <laughs> I just got like I, I just saw every game like look at me kind of like. <laughs> Judy Dench and Cats, like, hello. My heart says Chrono Cross, but I can do that already. My other heart says Pride of Triangles, but I can also do that. So, honestly, it's probably the sports game, weirdly enough. I really, really wanted to see how that works and, like, invite friends over and play. I'm, like, mm-hmm. ready to party. I know it's February, but like, I'm ready for spring. I'm ready for summer. Yeah. So, um, but, I mean... It's not Splatoon? It's probably Splatoon, if I had to choose one. Because I, I also am really, really curious... What I kind of picked up on from the first trailer was that they're focusing on multiplayer in a way that the series has never really done. But like, yeah, yeah. like so Splatoon 2 had a multiplayer or had a single player campaign, but it was like it was like good. Like it was more like a tutorial than anything else. But then they released the Octo expansion, which was DLC that was all just single player. Mm-hmm. Like it added some stuff to multiplayer, but it was mostly like a a very intense single player experience that was like so fucking weird and cool and difficult and like like <laughs> not that it needs to be hard but i just feel like that game had been out for long enough that it was like the perfect thing for me to get in addition yeah. to everything else there so i'm just very curious like what a fully invested single player campaign looks like for that world that like 
seems to be like a fable on global warming. Like it's so strange. Yeah. There's so much like lore that that kind of goes under the radar, but I'm very excited. I mean, I just, I, I love that series so much. I'm very, very excited to see what happens. Yeah, me too. I, I'm just excited for more uh, cool streetwear fashion in that game. <laughs> I love fashion. Yeah. I think, I think my big one is, um, <laughs> I, I think it's probably also Nintendo Switch Sports. Weirdly. Like, <laughs> I just want to know. I want yeah. to play badminton. I when we sports, I, I consider we sports one of the best Wii games. If we ever did a Wii episode, mm. Wii sports is has to be there. Yeah, it, it, it to me it really, and and again, it's one of the few games where it was like really built around the motion controls. Quite literally, it was like a tech demo. Yeah, but I remember playing, and I was in high school, so you know I had more time. But when Wii sports came out, I would just play like I remember I got to the end of boxing like I did all of boxing you could do <laughs> uh I loved playing that so much it was like so exciting in a way that the like pre- presentation wants you to feel because usually it's like whenever there's motion controls or VR there are these like people on stage like oh wow it's the future but like playing Wii Sports it really did feel like the future for at least 20 minutes and that was very exciting I know exactly so I'm excited what you mean. to revisit that <laughs> yeah I, I so so agree with you yeah that's so funny um yeah I think it's Nintendo Switch Sports hey uh <laughs> just like to be to hold be- on I can feel Will fuming that it's not Earthbound. <laughs> I gotta feel like so many people like you're not gonna play Earthbound. Well, uh, I mean, well, Earthbound comes know. out today. That's another one exactly. of the ones it's that's like just every, out right now. Everything is out right now. I can do everything. Yeah. Um. I, I think if it wasn't if it wasn't out today, that would be on the list. I am actually very excited to play Earthbound again. Me too. Uh, give it another shot. I'm gonna download um, it. That having been said, <sighs> I, what I just realized while we were recording this is that uh today today is wednesday february 9th the episode where we talked about chrono cross and announced our portal bonus came out today also yeah i I didn't connect the dots like because we recorded that episode on sunday i didn't connect the dots that the people who listen to this show like religiously who like download the episodes and listen to them like first thing in the morning heard that and then waited a couple hours and then saw this yes that is wild that's why our phones blew up (laughs) yeah that's why people think we're warlocks that's incredible um anyway uh generally speaking we don't (laughs) we don't do things like this unless they really warrant it usually we don't even talk about industry news that much or news generally speaking unless uh it warrants it usually when it's warranted it's a nintendo direct just to be clear Um, this is the closest thing to wrestling for me where it's like (laughs) i'm in a crowd just losing my shit over some someone or something that i love yeah yeah uh and it's it's just like raw passion you know it's yeah. wwe raw uh on, on nintendo.com so funny yeah um i can't i can't believe that this is how this went down um steven thank you for making the time to record this oh yeah thanks for having me <laughs> uh yeah this is uh this is very fun i like these impromptu um whatever you want to call them the first one was called leakage.mp3 that was when uh, i think that was actually was that a nintendo direct or was that Yes. The Game Awards. Oh, that might have been the Game Awards. That was the Game Awards. Man, what a fall from grace. <laughs> anyway. Right? Because wasn't, wasn't that like Sephiroth Kills Mario announcement during the Game Awards? It was. It absolutely was. Yes. Yeah. I remember we like we couldn't it was like that happened and we just couldn't move on. Yeah. That was yeah. Like until really we, ne- we needed we yeah. to record. Yeah, the the microphone captured our, our guilt and our sadness. Uh and our joy. <laughs> uh in like a like a dream catcher kind of scenario. Um 
anyway, what did we decide? This is this is going to be for everybody, right? This is not a patron bonus. I think this has to be for everyone. Cause normally, I think this would be something for patrons, but like this is so like tailor made for you and I that I want yeah. it to be for everyone. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, I t- I totally totally agree with you. So, um, yeah. that having been said, thank you to everybody uh for listening to this yes um, thank you if you want to back the patreon you can do that it's patreon.com slash into the cast but that won't prevent you from hearing this episode if you don't back the patreon <laughs> yes um so thank you to everybody for listening uh you can find all our links at into the cast online should we move on with our lives now i'm gonna go play project triangle strategy i think is my i want to go play the prologue of project triangle strategy while daydreaming about switch sports <laughs> and downloading earthbound <laughs> with my other free hand yeah um I am excited to uh, get home. I, I'm currently in Rhode Island, but uh, I'm excited to get home so I can maybe stream the Project Triangle strategy thing. Uh, oh, be fun. you should. I'll, I'll maybe do that in a couple days. Uh, anyway, all that having been said, my name is Brandon Bigley. You can find me on the internet at Brandon Bigley. Thank you for listening. I'm Stephen Hilger. You can find me at Stephen Hilger. Have a wonderful day. Uh, goodbye, Radical Dreamers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Can't believe Radical Dreamers rest. is included. It's <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> Radical Dreamers. <laughs> it sounds like a 90s toy line, doesn't it? It does. Radical yeah. Dreamers. It does. I can't wait to go to sleep and think about stuff unconsciously. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I touched a lizard and now my palm has an eye on it. <laughs> I met someone who I don't know, but I just feel during the dream that like we're, we know each other and then I wake up. <laughs> Every purchase of Radical Dreamers comes with the 400 tickets for Dave and Buster's. Do not eat Radical Dreamers. Do not put Radical Dreamers in your mouth. Do not eat Radical Dreamers. Dave and Busters? I had a dream about this. Aww. <laughs> All right. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.